Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you know what time it is. 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That only means one thing. That means it's time for the good guys, the Steelers Blitz, to get going to have a little conversation right here on Steelers Nation Radio at beautiful St. Vincent College located in Latro, PA. And my good friend Wesley Eula, I must say, it is another picturesque day. The scene is set. The grass is pristine. Oh, it's a hot one out here. It is pretty hot and I have jeans on right now. You have jeans on on what is, I think, by far the hottest hottest day day. we've had out here at training camp 2022. That's a bold strategy by you. I do not recommend wearing jeans to (laughs) training camp in any day of the week. But to pull the curtain back, because we are transparent, if we're not anything, that is what we are. Sure. Okay. So earlier today, I did have to do some of my uh, Steeler alumni stuff. Ah. Every once in a while, they'll call on me. They'll say, hey. Arthur, I need you to put on that polo. You know, you know the Steelers polo. I do. I, I only a, break I it off. Yeah. You only break it off for special occasions, and this one was a new one. Shout out to Reagan. You know, we appreciate you for that. It fits perfectly. It has very breathable material right here. But they called me up and they said, "Hey, man, we need you to shoot this commercial for you know the new Steelers Ford F one fifty. All the bells and whistles. I mean, it has Wi Fi built in. You know, a built in workshop. All this stuff, right? And they said, "Join with Rocky Blyer." Oh, and I said, "Man." So, so I got to look so, nice. Yeah, so I started going through my thoughts. I'm like, okay, if this was one of the younger guys, I can go with shorts. If it was like, you know, some middle age, I can go cut off shorts. Right, off shorts. I mean, right, right, right. I said, it's Rocky. I said, I got to go pants. And sure enough, he came out dressed to the top notch, you know, beautiful pants. So and I was like, yep, I'm glad that I put my jeans on. But now that that event is over <laughs> and he's in air conditioning and I happen to be uh, we're out here under the out tent. Out here in this yeah. tent. Yeah, not the best decision, baby. So, yeah, if I pass out or you see me perspiring uh, profusely, just to know it's the dinner. 
we could make uh, Engineer Jacob, you know, run run uh, down to to Dick. I mean, or that is like a rite of passage, right? You're supposed to send the get young you guys. A, get you a pair of you know? shorts. It's like, man, you're not doing anything, right? Come on, young guy, man, go get me something. But I, I try to be a nice. The Westmoreland Mall is about 15 minutes down the and road, and they have upgraded far. it too. Man, got a theater there now. It's casino like it's, it's there now. Big time, man. Woo. Absolutely. Young, Absolutely. I heard young Jacob spending all his money at the casino there late at night. Well, I heard he's winning a lot of money over there. That's why you know I was trying to get him to to hook me up. You know, I was like, man, I see you got the nice shades on. He got the high end Ray Bans, not the regular ones. Ooh. The high end with the one. P with the P on the you, end, you know, the polarized it, it, lenses. Ca- it, it capitalized on it, you know. So when I saw it, I said, "Man, I don't know what they started. I don't know what the uh, the start out pay is now, but it's clearly a lot more than what it used to be." <laughs> but either way, man, we are here, and it is a beautiful one, though, man. But tell me, man, another day of pads yesterday. Yep. <sighs> another day for the da 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 defense. Yep, absolutely. So how you feeling about that? Because I feel like we're gonna start doing this check in every single day. The temperature check. I think it's only right. The temperature check, you know. Defense dominated again. Are we loving another day in a row of the defense getting the best of the offense? Or you still feeling like we need some some little contrast, man? Or is it too soon for the contrast? You let me know, man. No, it's not too soon for the contrast. I think particularly when you consider for the offense, let's just talk yesterday. Yeah, yeah, just, just, in a, uh, just yesterday, yep. No Deontay Johnson still in, mm-hmm. in terms of the, the team drills. Yeah. Chase Claypool being held out, precautionary Correct. reasons. Pat Fryermuth being held out, precautionary reasons. Yeah. Najee Harris was held out from yesterday's practice mm-hmm. for precautionary reasons. So, no, Motsi. In fact, yesterday when seven shots began, I was expecting complete and total domination by the defense yeah. because – as you and I have discussed, that is, you know, that's the unit that's going to carry this team early on in the season. That's How do the we unit. like to say it's going to stir the, the straw that's going to stir be, they're the gonna drink, be star, right? It's going to be the straw that stirs the drink, certainly. Um, while the offense is finding its its way with a lot of moving parts and new quarterbacks and new offensive linemen and all those things, but then when you take that that young offense that's trying to build continuity and you take out their top two wide receivers mm-hmm. and the number one tight end and the number one running back, <laughs> yeah, that's being that's a little shorthanded out there certainly. Um, so I was not surprised that it was a another um, stellar day, another stellar display from the stellar defense. Out no, here. And, I, and I am glad that you. Uh, broke that context down I was trying to see I was I was trying to bait you actually I was going to see if you were just going to react and not even think about that context but I wouldn't expect anything less from you because you are a professional yes you're not one of these jabronis that are out here just you know having a go at it for no reason no 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 we credentialed over here that's right but anywho we're not just we're not just some twitter heroes (laughs) but no um I did uh, when I was thinking about the seven shots in particular man and just how that dynamic went obviously the offense, you know, was on the, the, the losing end. And yep. it wasn't yep. close. It was very lopsided. But what I, the thing that I wanted to highlight was how they finished in terms of the offense. Back-to-back scores with Kenny Pickett and then obviously going to uh, Mason Rudolph as well, getting a touchdown. Seeing that, I was kind of impressed with that. Because we know this defense, I do feel like it's more it has a lot more depth in it at the key positions than, per se, on the offensive side of the ball. Sure. When we start talking like offense, we know the receivers, yes, we're like, yo, we're loaded there. But behind Najee, we don't feel like the depth is as secure as we would like it. Behind the starting offensive line unit, we don't feel like it has the best depth either. Mm-hmm. So when you start talking about that second and that third unit going up against some of our twos and our threes, Robert Spillane – well, yesterday if Robert Spillane wasn't a two, yesterday it would have been Devin Bush in that capacity. But think about it, if Devin Bush is your two in this setting – that's difficult to go against. Yeah. When you think about some of these guys, I mean, a DeMonte Casey, you know, as we go down that list of others, it's like, man. So when you're seeing Kenny Pickett still be able to make a play, you see Mason Rudolph still be able to make a play. To me, I like that. That's them in the face of adversity showing up. 
we heard Coach Tomlin, one of the themes that he talked about in his press conference was the difference between the drills and the actual football that's played and how in the drills he slants it one way or the other intentionally. So when you think about seven shots, that drill is slanted towards the offense. Sure. But when you talk about some of the injuries or the guys that they didn't have available, it's like, man, well, when that advantage isn't in your favor, how are you going to overcome that? With Mitch, unfortunately, he wasn't able to do that with his group. But to see Kenny be able to do that, to see Mason be able to do that, to me, I just think that that goes a long way when you're talking about Coach Tomlin's mindset in terms of determining who will be that starter come week one. Hmm. No, that's that's an astute point by you. It absolutely is. Um, and I, I, I do think that there's there's certainly something to be said there for, for how the offense finished. Now, there was some back and forth. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw this, too. Kenny Pickett made that nice play, rolling yes. out, escaping pressure, finding Jay Sternberger in the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. A lot of people on the defensive side, though, claiming that that was a sack. That, eh. they, that they that they got their hands on Kenny. That you well, know, well, if, you, if you're you allowed know to hit the quarterback, he would have been down Come on, on the ground. Now. It's been plenty of seven shots where we would all be saying we mm-hmm. sacked Ben, and Ben is saying, "Yo, no, didn't." Ben's like, "You ain't touched me." And then he's like, "Well, y'all know what my mixtape looked like." <laughs> and we're like, "Yeah, we know what your mixtape like, but we ain't well, on that tape right ben now." Ben can get away with yeah. that, maybe he's more, like, he's more like, y'all so say, than others. Y'all know, Ben. When when is one person ever brought me down? I'm like, oh my gosh, here he goes. There was a there was a lively back and forth between. Uh, between Chris Carter and Dale Lolly, Dale thought, no, that's definitely a sack. Chris said, no, that's definitely a touchdown. <laughs> Regardless, you know, it, it was a nice play, and they they did certainly finish much stronger than they started, and they've been back and forth in, in that regard the whole time. Um, but what about the Miles Boink and toe, toe drag swag nice. in the back? I like nice. that. Okay. It, it was nice. It absolutely was, and, and that's what you want to see, you know. Again, we, we don't know exactly what this season's going to look like for Miles Boink and what his role's going to be. Yeah. But at the same time, I think we're all confident that he's if he's out there against the third-string guys, he should be able to make some plays. Hey, we, we, I love when you bring up the touch ilkenism. Okay? <laughs> In honor of our buddy. It, it, one time for the culture. If you can't beat the stiffs, uh-huh. you are a stiff. 100% correct. If you can't go out there and beat the guys who aren't going to make the team, uh-huh. well, guess what? You're not going to make the team. So, yeah, it is encouraging in that aspect. That's what you yeah. want to see when they get into those opportunities. Yeah, and I was also glad to see that for Mason because we knew the narrative that first week was – Kenny Pickett not being included in seven shots, Mm -hmm. him not getting reps. And then when he did finally start to get reps, it was just one rep. Mm -hmm. And people didn't feel like that was justified. They didn't think that the coach time was doing right by Kenny in terms of this QB competition. And we kind of broke down that dynamic and things like that. You're trying to see different people with different groups. You want to create certain adversity and things like that. But it was good to see when it flipped. And Kenny obviously had those two reps, and he performed mm-hmm. the way that he did. But for Mason in particular, the mentality, yeah, it doesn't change. It doesn't matter what group you're in, you have to be productive. It doesn't matter if you're with the ones and everybody's trying to give you praise. It doesn't matter if you're with the twos and they're saying, hey, man, we want Kenny in front of you. Whenever you're out there, in particular for Mason Rudolph, just make plays. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that we can say consistently he's been doing. And the next thing is protecting the ball. And to me, I just keep thinking of that. And when I see Mason as the third guy with just one rep, but he's able to hit Miles Boykin for that touchdown, to me, that's significant. That's staying mentally engaged and staying locked in. Because that's a natural adversity that was created there by me solely just moving you from the twos to the threes and you going from two or three reps to one rep. You can pout. You can say, man, what's going on, coach? I've been playing well. Why are you moving me down? Right. You could say I should be moving up. If exactly. Right. You could take that approach, yeah. or you could say, "Hey, man. Well, you know what? I'm pissed off. I'm not doing it. I don't, I, you can have my rep, coach. I don't want that rep. You can go that route. Give as it well. to the seventh round rookie. Yeah. Since you want to take my reps, 
but he doesn't respond like that. He responds in a professional manner. He responds in a way that is going to ultimately continue to win over this team and win over this crowd. You keep doing things like that. You keep stepping up in the face of adversity. That's why we love Ben. Mm. It wasn't because of all the great moments. It's because, man, when you thought you were on your last leg and we were out of it, he found a way to make a play. That's true. He found a way to rip somebody else's heart out, and we all felt that jubilation. And those are some of the things that we're trying to see. Who has those qualities? Who has those characteristics in them? And we're hoping that, man, it's one of these dudes that are currently on the roster. Maybe more than more than one, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, no, that, that's a that's a very good point by you. You listen, we know the Mike Tomlinism, the, the don't cut your eyes off, right? We don't blank or, or sorry, not don't, don't cut your cut eyes your off. Eye. Oh, cut Lord. your eyelid. Don't, yeah, don't cut your say, eyes don't, off. Please don't, don't. Whatever you do, don't cut your eye. You won't balls, be you won't be okay? blanking, but you also won't be seeing anything yes, either. Yes, yes. Uh, do not do that. <laughs> let me let me retry that again here. You all know the Mike Tomlinism, all right? Yes. Cut your eyelids off. Those, yes. Just eyeballs only. Meaning of I course mean, eyelids only. See, I'm repeating you over here. Meaning, of course, don't blink. Right, you yeah. know, don't don't be scared, don't blink, don't be uh, dismayed. Keep keep looking ahead, keep uh, you know staying in the fight and, and all those yeah. different things. Um, and I think you know that that classic Tomlinism really applies to this quarterback competition because, as you and I have stated, like there's there's going to continue to be movement there. I think mm-hmm. we would both be surprised if we don't see Mason and Kenny or both with the ones at some point. What's then that look like with Mitch Trubisky if he's out here running with the twos or threes? What's it look like for Kenny if he goes back to running with the threes at some point? What's it look like for Mason if and when he does get that shot with the first team? Is he able to capitalize on that? All those different, you know, those are those are those, you know, not knowing when opportunity is knocked, just knowing that it's going to knock at some point. Um, and it's, you know, it, it, it's been a lot of fun to watch specifically at that position because, again, we, I mean, it's been 20 years basically since we've had a legitimate quarterback competition out here in Latrobe. It's It's been fun to watch that day-to-day progression. Now, how do you think this dynamic should go today, man, in particular with the seven shot? Do you like it as this particular rep distribution where it's being four uh four two one or would you want it to be mixed up just a little bit more three three two or three or three three one or sure you know how would you want to do that so i was thinking it's funny actually i was thinking about this driving home yesterday from practice and even three two two yeah, that's not yeah. hey you can two three two oh, hey now one four two <laughs> how um, many combinations could we come up with like i was thinking about this because uh, let's be clear i mean mitch trubisky did not look great in in seven shots yeah. yesterday mm-hmm. so i'm thinking about this driving home and i'm like you know he continues to get the first reps he continues and, and we to will get say this though he did have a drop that is true that, that is true and I, I'm gonna, yeah, I, I was gonna go that yeah, yeah in just a second a right yeah. at first i'm thinking i'm driving home and i i'm always trying to replay everything in my mind right that second time so that I remember it when we come right, back right. to to do this today because you know how that lurks a lot of times I'll see something out there on the field and I'll be like oh I gotta talk about that with Motsi tomorrow and, and totally then tomorrow free. comes yep. and I'm like oh man what was that I'm, I'm one of those forget. guys if I don't write it down it's a yep. wrap so I'll take a couple not a lot because I don't like to you know I don't like all the reporters out there they've got their face in their phone the entire practice yeah. I don't like to do that because then you miss stuff too but I do jot down a couple things in my notes and then I'll kind of replay the moments that I want to make sure stick, you know, as I'm driving home in my head and, okay, one, two, three, four here, whatever, key points, things I want to make sure I remember. Yesterday when I'm doing that, when I'm going back through the practice and the checklist and the rundown and everything, I'm thinking, all right, you know, Mitch continues to, to run with the ones exclusively. He continues to get the most reps in seven shots, and it hasn't looked great, you know, mm-hmm. particularly in that drill. Correct. Maybe it's time to change something. Up. Let's see. Hey, you know what? Maybe maybe if you got Mason up there, maybe all of a sudden they'd hit it a fifty percent clip. Mm-hmm. You, maybe you get Kenny up there. Maybe he's able to make a couple plays. But then I also thought, 
he he hasn't had the full gambit either, right? And I mean, he's, he's going against he's close to the full he's gambit. He's going on against the other side. close to the full yeah. gambit. I mean, basically besides Minka on on the right. other side. Um, and then particularly yesterday, I'm like, do I really want to crush Mitch Trubisky for those four reps? Again, mind you, not 40 reps, yeah. right? Four reps. Where and, and, and one of them has a T.J. White out there. It's like where, where, where yeah. you know, legitimately one of those should have probably been a score. Yeah. And the other three, again, he doesn't have his top two wide receivers. He doesn't have his top tight end. He doesn't have his top running back. Yeah. So then I started to maybe, you know, ease off a little bit and think, all right, what's the point? What you, you're gonna move, you get somebody else back down in there? You know, maybe it's just more so about letting Mitch develop continuity with the guys who are there. Um, but I, but that has created its own issue in a sense, man. But that's why we also talk about availability being the most important thing in certain capacities because it is hard to build that rapport. It's hard to build that dynamic, that trust, and just the timing. People forget that part of it from Ben. Even though the skills might have been diminishing as he was getting older, his timing was always on point with these receivers. And it's a certain level of trust, a certain level of anticipation that goes into that. And it takes time to build those type of rapports, man. It definitely does. Oh, it absolutely does. And I get that. Um, so that was kind of the, the dilemma I was having in my mind. Yes, all right, should we should we split up these reps? You know, it's not exactly like Mitch is lighting it up or, or even, you know, the offense is scoring at a 50% capacity. But then I'm also th- – I mean, no Deontay, no Chase Claypool, yeah. no Pat Fryermuth, no Najee Harris. There's excuses, and then there's reasons. Correct. You know? Like, yes. if it was, oh, he just doesn't have Deontay Johnson out there, but everybody else, that all right, an that's an excuse. Yeah. But, I mean, legitimately, your top two wide receivers, your yeah. top tight end, your top running back – against this defense. Or just imagine how we would feel about our roster going into a game if those were the guys that were not out there. We exactly. would not feel We'd be like, the oh, most man. optimistic about that performance. <laughs> right. Like we yeah. we might we might have to you know score seventeen points to get a win here in, in this outing. Yeah, you're no, without you're, a you're doubt, absolutely man. right. So everything is again, I think particularly the quarterback competition, you gotta look at it, you gotta try and do more of the bird's eye view thing as opposed to the the day to day minutia. No, I agree with you on that, man. Well, we're gonna continue this conversation, man, um just discussing the practice and ultimately, man, what we're gonna be looking forward to. Stills will be out here in about an hour and a half, man. We'll start taking the fill. But uh, don't touch that Dallas. Arthur Moss and Wesley Euler right here on Steelers Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler back out here at beautiful St. Vincent College, Latro, Pennsylvania. Right here on SNR, the only place giving you wall to wall live coverage of oh, yeah. Steelers training camp with all the experts. Oh, yeah. You don't want to touch the Dow. I mean, for those who were up here earlier, you had a chance to hear Max Starks, Craig Wolf. We know what they do. Mm-hmm. Then obviously, you know, yours truly, Arthur Motes, and my main man with the good hair, Mr. Wesley Euler. And then you can't forget the drive, man, you know. Dale Lally, Matt Williamson, giving you that hard-hitting analysis during the heart of practice from Gotta a beautiful it. vantage point, might Gotta I add. It. Yeah, man, this is definitely a station to be at, man, so you don't want to touch that Dow, whatever you do. But, Mr. Wesley Euler, as we're looking over here at Autograph Hill and how long that line is continuing to get, it's a beautiful scene, man. Looks it like is. we're going to have another packed house for Steelers training camp practice, man. 
yeah, I keep doing this thing where every day I'm like, ah, maybe it won't be that crowded today. <laughs> it's a Tuesday. It's a Wednesday. The weather's this. The yeah. weather's that. Good luck. But, yeah, you know, and I, I should have anticipated that because, you know, in, in the days of yore, right, yeah. in the precedented times, mm-hmm. as some might say, you would have a couple slow days out here. Yeah. But now, you know, no one's been out here for three years. People are jonesing to do stuff like this like, again. We can't miss a day. You know, you, you had probably a good amount of, of Steelers fans who, you know, in the last three years, their kids have gotten to a certain age where they mm-hmm. want to get out here. You know, they've got friends who had been trying to get out here for a few summers and then couldn't. Or you even um, think about probably some family members that passed absolutely. away, man, that said they wanted to come out here, but they couldn't. Absolutely. And they're saying, well, you know what? You remember Uncle Joe? Uncle Joe always wanted to come out here, so I'm going to come out here yeah. every chance I get. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely a... Uh, one of the things that you have to really take into account, man. But it is crazy when you think about it. It's twelve twenty-four right now. Still an hour and a half. An hour practice. and a half until practice. And, and it they is, are it's out hot. here, man. I mean, it's in the it's in the mid eighties yes. right now. Yeah. It is it, Jacob, you know, young Jacob shaking his head <laughs> over there. He's also got about ten pounds of hair on top of his head. But he looks the part, though, man. I tell you that he's a rock star for all the young ladies out here, man. He's ready to go. All right. <laughs> I say I'm just glad I know the guy. All right. Eighty-four degrees right now. It's supposed to get up to eighty-seven here before practice is over. God bless everyone who's sitting out there yeah. in the open field. I caramba! I caramba! I brought the bucket hat today for practice. Smart though, move, see, man. That's a vet move be, right there. It's gonna be serious out there. Definitely a vet move. But um, speaking of practice, yesterday we had the switch up for our competitive drills. We talked about how when we were doing backs on backers, that drill was slanted towards the defense. It's designed for us. And that's why anytime a linebacker loses in backs on backers is a big deal because we're saying, hey, you're going to get a chance to get essentially a free running start, unabetted to the quarterback, no offensive line to worry about, and this guy get, he can't cut you. He has to stay high. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no reason you should ever lose in backs on backers. Mm-hmm. But that's why we always applaud those running backs that become specialized in that drill and become standouts in that drill. I always think of a guy like Rosie Nix, for example. He was one of those guys that really took advantage and became one of those guys on offense. You're like, yep. oh, you don't want to see him in this drill. No. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. But yesterday, it was the switch. We went to routes, having the running backs, tight ends, obviously matched up against the linebackers. And it turned out to be a very, a very unique performance. But I can't really say that I'm surprised. You know, when I think of the star of that drill, Mr. Anthony McFarlane, I say, man, you know, I'm actually glad to hear that he was dominating in that manner because that is the role that he's potentially trying to carve out, the niche that he's trying to develop at this level. And ultimately why we were so intrigued about picking him up in the draft a couple of years ago. But I was really glad to hear that, man. But what were your thoughts on some of that that was going on with the uh, other routes and stuff? You know, again, it was it, it's one of those things that we've talked about where, you know, in seven shots you're a little disappointed by the status of some of the wide receivers just because you don't get to see the full gambit, the full firepower of the Steelers' offense. The other side of that, though, is is you do get a look at some of these other guys, and you and I have mm-hmm. talked a lot about how, you know, we can argue, oh, is Deontay Johnson a, 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 you know, a high end or a, a true number one? What is exactly Chase Claypool's role? How high are you on Chase Pickens? Chase Pickens. George Pickens. <laughs> you know Chase Pickens. That dude. Um, you know, there are, though, a lot of guys here in this setting that have accomplished, you know, uh, plenty during their NFL career. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, Miles Boykin is a guy that, that doesn't have a ton of catches or a ton of numbers, but was a high pedigree guy coming out of Notre Dame, has a lot of the skill sets that you can't coach, you know, the size and the traits that you can't coach up that you're just born with or not born with. Anthony Miller is another guy who had success in Chicago with Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. He's, you look at his numbers, like he he's a guy who looks like he belongs in the NFL, has had productive seasons, has had no. seasons with a handful of touchdowns. Um, you know, we talk about a, a Gunnar Olszewski who's out here in this setting, a Calvin Austin who's a rookie fourth-round pick that there's some high praise for. Of course, uh, George Pickens as well, too. There's a, a lot of wide receivers, you know, in this camp, I think, that there's not going to be room for everybody. Right. But, but a lot of these guys that seemingly belong on NFL rosters at least have the traits, the skill set. The characteristics. The characteristics, yeah. the ability to contribute to an NFL team, you know, whether it be as a top four wide receiver, whether it be on special teams, whether it be a combination or both. But the Steelers have six or seven, it feels like, legitimate NFL wide receivers out here. To me, that was the, the good part of yesterday. I, I, I really like what we saw from Anthony Miller again. He's been one who I thought has he's had a really strong I guess week since camp mm-hmm. you know, since, since since camp opened up this past week. Um he, he's been one who I thought is making plays. Miles Boykin making plays. For the tight ends as well too. You know, a, a guy like Jay Sternberger who's getting more yeah, and more man, he's getting more opportunities. More and more yeah. opportunity, absolutely. I thought he's made some nice plays out here as well too, both in team period and in individual drills. So as much as we would like to see Deontay and Chase Claypool out there, and as much as that's important that they're developing chemistry with whoever the QB one, we all think Mitch Trubisky, but whoever right. the QB one is going to be the the you know the the silver lining of all that is these guys on the list that are four five six seven eight that are fighting for those you know those spots on the back half of, of the wide receiver roster you've been you've been able to get to see much more of those guys no you're absolutely right man and one of those guys when you talk about the back end of the roster different position but same you know you're talking about a guy that in a sense, has been forgotten about, Ulysses Gilbert III, man. Yeah. He was another one of those guys yesterday during the one-on-one portions when Anthony McFarlane was putting his mixtape together. He at least had some success out there. And it just made me remember him in the sense of, man, this isn't a guy that we've talked about a lot over these years, but he's been around and he's very athletic. And I just wonder what it would take for him to really get himself in this conversation, right, to, to start to, you know, cover some ground, man, because he's sure. been here for what? It's four years now almost. Four years, yeah. You know, and it's kind of just like, man, at what point do you decide where you're going to be? Do you want to stay as a guy that's, you know, in the back of that depth chart? Do you want to be a guy that moves forward? Because what's the difference athletically between him and a Devin Bush? What's the difference? You know what I mean? We were talking about the size and the speed, him being a little bit smaller of a defender as well. He's definitely one of those guys that, to me, man, seeing him make that play yesterday, it's like, man, all right, just thinking about that a little bit more with him, man. Yeah. No, I – that, that, I think, is an area to be encouraged by. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, it's a week into camp, so there's enough of a sample yeah. size there. There's still m- much more ahead than there is behind us, what I think. So 15, 15 more days. Oh, not, 15, days. not 15 more practices, but still 11 yeah. or 12 more practices over the next 15 days. Um, some of the areas, I think, where we were a little concerned about depth – you've you felt you felt better in that regard. It, it does yeah. feel like you know linebackers one of them. While we've while we're still waiting for Devin Bush to make a few more splash plays right. here, he had one the first or second day of camp. Yeah. It was where he had interception. the, inter- the interception. Mm-hmm. Still want to see a little bit more of that. I think you're feeling really good about everybody else in that conversation. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about Miles Jack and Robert Spillane and Mark Robinson and Buddy Johnson. Um, that's that's an I think an area to be encouraged by. Um, for this unit and for what we've seen for the first week of practices here. So far. no, I would agree with that, man. And 
Like I said, man, it's one of those things, man. As this practice continues to progress, these training camp practices and stuff like that, we're getting a chance to see different guys make plays, different guys step up, and they're doing it at various points and times and in different drills, but it's all important. You have to be a playmaker. When you're talking about your NFL livelihood, you can't just be a guy that's just out here. You have to do something that stands out. Sure. And whether it's creating a turnover, whether it's a PBU, think about Cam Sutton, what he's been doing out here. He's getting his hands on a ton of footballs. That's how you stay in the fight. That's how you stay in the competition. That's how you stay on this roster. And when I think of some of these younger guys, Ulysses Gilbert and some of the other guys in there, and they're with him, Mark Robinson included, Buddy Johnson, making plays. Mm -hmm. All these drills that we see. Stacking those good days on top of each other. Because we know in the team setting, sometimes just by the design of the plays or by the design of the drill, you're not going to be able to be an impact player. So, for example, in seven shots, certain calls it's like man if i'm on the back side of this play and it's a net he's throwing a fade ball i can't do anything to impact this is nothing i can do yeah so it's plays like that that happen organically during the day where you're just by scheme not going to have a chance to make a play but in these drills every single rep that you get in a drill you got a chance to make a play yeah and that's where you got to make your hay. You stack all of those opportunities up, and they count. Coach Tom, he looks at each and every one of those reps, and he will pull each and every one of those reps at any given time mm-hmm. to highlight or to talk about where a guy needs to improve. And this is in the team meeting rooms I'm talking about right there. But it's just the importance of understanding each and every opportunity. Mm-hmm. Don't look at it as just, oh, it's a drill. All right, I lost this drill. It was I wasn't supposed to win anyways, right? It wasn't in my favor. So it's okay. It's like, no, you have to make plays. Mm -hmm. The more plays you make out here, that's how you get a chance to make it out of here and also make that fifth three-man roster. Yeah, and and you're right. That is one of those opportunity knocks moments is when you get into those drills. Uh, Quite often it's you versus one other player. It's offense versus defense. Saw some really good – um, you know, wide receivers and defensive backs in terms of some some blocking drills yesterday and things like that. And you know, a, a great like like two dogs one bone type uh-huh. situation. Who's going to win? You know, it's it's that gladiatorial aspect of it that you have discussed on the show before. That uh, that Terrence Garvin has discussed on the show before as well too. Where it's a whole lot of people standing around watching you and somebody else duke it out. Yeah, <laughs> you know? for, for your NFL lives, for man. your NFL livelihood, for yeah. your for your for career, your, for your families, man, for, for your, your children. family, your financial yeah. future. All those things. And, you know, what's encouraging to me is in this type of setting mm-hmm. where it's hot and you're beat up and there's all the pressure in the world. You know, for, for a lot of these guys, obviously, yeah. for T.J. Watt, there's not a ton of pressure out here, right? <laughs> right, but, right, right. But for, for a lot of these guys, there, but, there no, certainly no, no, it is. is. It's a different type of pressure, though. It his is. pressure it isn't in the sense of winning his job. Or not. His pressure is in the sense of living up to the contract, living up to the defense player the of the expectations, year. The expectations. Being ready to go yes. in September. Yeah. Being ready to go while not getting all these reps that you're typically accustomed to getting right. either. It's, right. it's a different level. It, it certainly yeah. is. It certainly is. But in terms of uh, fighting for your NFL future, you know, there's, there's a lot of guys out here that are in that boat, and they get into those situations. It's one-on-one. It's hot. You're beat up. It's – 90 minutes into practice yeah. and you're and you're feeling like crap. Your and shoulder hurts. Your, your shoulder hurts. Hurt. Your knee hurts. You're hungry. You're your, trying your, to get your to hair dinner. hot. Your hair hot. Your hair on top of your you're hair sweating hot. Sweating so profusely <laughs> in that black helmet that you can't even see through your eyeballs your, half the your time. Your ears get hot. You're like, why my ear feel like this? My ear burning up out here, coach. Back of your neck yeah. burning up like you're a, like you're a farmer down south, right? Your, your mustache get hot. That's how I feel out here when you out here sometimes. Um, when you see guys. Continue to be able to stack good days. 
despite you know all that adversity, despite all the reasons not to really, yeah. that's when you start to get encouraged. And we are at that point now, you know, a week into it, two padded practices into it, um, where I th- it's it's safe to start putting some. We're not crowning anybody, but it's safe to start putting some uh, stock into what we've seen with this sample size. And and you have to be encouraged by again a lot of those those guys who are, are starting to stack good days at positions where, you know, where we've been hoping for, for some people to emerge. No, without a doubt, man. And I'm definitely also liking the physical theme. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that even though it's been a couple of years now since we've been back out here to late trobe, I was worrying that, you know, Coach Tomlin might get a little soft on the guys. Mm-hmm. He been over here at Hinesville kicking his feet up, you know, taking it easy. I was wondering, I was like, man, are we still going to have that thumping element, that tackle to the ground element, that physicality? That's a staple in Pittsburgh Steelers football training camps. And it's good to see that my man Coach Tommy has not lost that as they're going to have three days in a row with them pad things on and plenty more days to come. But that's what we do here. That is what we do. That's what we do here, man. Ten days away from the first preseason game. Are you excited about it? I am. Are you looking forward to it? I'm excited to see how practice continues to ramp up in the the next ten days as well, too. I can't wait. and. Whew. I tell you, Friday Night Lights, just a little over 48 hours away. Oh, baby. We're going to see We're gonna see how the fellas are doing by the end of the week because this, I mean, this is this Friday is a Night Lights tough, is a big day, man. This is a tough week. Uh, that's a big day. Six straight practices. you yeah. got the Friday Night Lights into the Saturday afternoon turnaround. Uh, this, this is a big week. And so if you can shine, if you can stand out over these next few days, that's, that's going to go a long way. Yeah, and when you talk about the six, uh, the six straight days, full padded practices mm-hmm. each day, Coach Tomlin is really strategic in doing that. It's been plenty of times where, you know me, anybody that knows me knows I'm vocal when I don't like something. I'm vocal when I have any type of issue. I can't sit on my tongue. You're not one of those guys who just buries it down deep and forgets about it. When I hear people say, hey, man, I suppressed it. And I'm like, how do you do that? I don't know how to suppress it. That doesn't sound healthy. Yeah, I just got to get it off, you know, for better or worse. So I, I would always start it off with, Hey, coach. With all due respect, you, you gotta, you know. Sure. Thought it just came out there. Coach, Co- with coach, all due respect. With all due respect, you know, I trust your all-knowing, your 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 all-keen mind, and, and somebody once and, and told the wisdom me. that you have. Yes, somebody coach. once told me, I forget who it was, but mm-hmm. anytime someone says with all due respect, you already know where we're going. They're about to throw out some disrespect. <laughs> but I was like, coach, you know, um, anytime someone says not to get personal, they're yeah. about to get personal. Uh, co- coach, with all due respect, you know, I trust your judgment. I would never question your planning. But, Coach, what is the purpose of us going six <laughs> consecutive days in a row, Coach? Like, what are you trying to prove here, Coach? Coach, what is the point of us having Friday Night Lights at 7 p.m. and then turning around and practicing at 2 p.m. the next day, and Coach? And having a walkthrough before that. And a walkthrough in the morning. Like, yeah. Coach, what are you trying to accomplish here? Coach, I think, that's never going to happen in the NFL. Coach, We're not going to play ha, on a you, Sunday night and then play mind, Monday coach? afternoon. Like, Coach, what's going on here? And, you know, he, he goes down his spill of, this is why I do it. Because I need physicality. I need mental toughness. Need I need that calloused body need it. that has been broken down and built back up. Ooh. Because ultimately, that is how you survive in this league. That is how you have longevity, especially in the dog days late in the season, November, December. Weather's cold. It's dark when you're driving into work. It's dark when you're driving home from work. You're feeling miserable at times. This is why. And I thought back, and I'm just like, Coach, like, Jeez, I hate when you're right. <laughs> I hate when you're right. You know, you know that feeling. You're like, really? It's kind of like when when, when you go to your dad when or your you mom, and, and you're, you're like, like, man, I got, I'm gonna right. get him this time. And you're like, ah, oh, you know what? I guess you were right. Mm-hmm. So even though 
this is always the stretch mm-hmm. of camp that I despised each and every year. And each and every year, I would still have this exact same conversation because I just wanted to check and see if it changed. I'm like, Coach, still the same thing? Still, okay. Just, just, all, right, oh, all right, just checking. Just, just checking in. Just, if, if you change minds, let me know. Yeah, get back to me if things you know? change. Yeah, yeah. Just, just checking, just checking. But this is, like I said, <laughs> that part, man, where you really have to just put your head down and go to work. It's not going to be pretty all the time. You're going to have some bad days. You're going to have some bad reps. Mm-hmm. But you cannot let one bad day or one bad rep become two bad days become two bad reps. You can't allow it to multiply. You just got to keep going. Short-term memory, you know what you did wrong, correct it, and now we got to keep going. And as long as they can do that out here, man, you will survive these six days and not just survive it, but you will thrive in these moments because that's the other part. Coach Tomlin identifies the survivors and the thrivers Mm. because there's a difference. He certainly does. There is a big difference when you're talking about that dynamic out here on this practice field. Particularly the, in some of those drills, too, that yeah. you mentioned that are slanted one way or the other. Absolutely. The survivors, they, they I got my rep. I, I did my one rep, Coach. And he's like, nah, I don't want you surviving. Get you another one. Coach, I did two reps. I'm good now. I don't want you just winning those reps. Yeah. I want you to dominate those right. reps. Because you you're can, in the position to succeed and you're up against a rookie. And yeah. It should not be a stalemate if you're up against a rookie. It should not be a, oh, man, that was kind of close. If the odds are in your favor, mm-hmm. no, uh-uh. It needs to look like the odds are in your favor. Mm-hmm. And on the uh, the invert side of that is, hey, if it's stacked against you, I do not care that it's stacked against you. You right. better be competitive as heck, and you better be fighting until you can't fight anymore. Because guess that's what? The mindset. That's, that's life. That's football, right? You better it's not always going to be a 50-50 even playing field. A lot of times you are. The odds are going to be stacked against you, uh, and you gotta you got to find ways to, to still be able to have an impact. No, without a doubt, man, without a doubt. But we are going to get ready to go to another break because since it is a Most Host Wednesday, baby, you know I ain't getting fined Direct all here. fines to Arthur Motes. No, Mills. no, 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 no. I'm sending him to young Jacob, man. That's what I'm doing. The intern, the young guy, not even intern, excuse me on that, because he's credentialed now. Oh, he is credentialed. He ain't paying. He, he pays all fines He's a day. been around for a while. I know, but I say he, he, he's here here, so he's definitely paying the fines. I'm not paying those fines. So don't touch that, Dell. As you all already know, it's Arthur Motes, Wes Eula, right here on Steelers Nation Radio. This is Black and Gold Fan Heaven. Listen to this crowd. SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the Black and Gold. SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler back in the saddle, finishing up the first hour of this two-hour show today, 12 to 2, for your live coverage. But don't forget, man, SNR has you locked in. Live coverage from the morning time. You know, obviously we talk about that 10 to 12 hour with Max Starks and Craig Wolfley. And then you can't forget about The Drive coming on as soon as we get off from 2 to 5 o'clock covering this practice live Mm -hmm. and in person. Beautiful vantage point. Dale Lally, Matt Williamson. So once again, why would you be touching it down? I mean, this is like perfect. If you're out here early, what you do is – you pull up your phone. We you had know, that. You know you got yep. that app. You know you you pull it up, whether you're on the podcast or whether you're on Steelers.com or Steelers football app, whichever one you use, mm-hmm. and you pull it up, the SNR thing, and you'll hear this talking thing going on. It sounds like my voice right now. There have been, sound like Wes's voice going on There have been right some now. people out here out and about on the campus that have yeah. had their Bluetooth speakers That's with SNR playing. It's pretty cool. Mozi, can I brag for a second? I, I need you to brag for a second, actually. You know, I I made the joke in the lead up to camp at times in the past when you and I have talked about camp, and you know I've always said it's it's funny for guys like you and Max and yeah. Wolf, and you know Tunch was this way as well too. Certainly, mm-hmm. um, the former players that that everybody wants to get pictures with and autographs with and all that stuff, and you know how I'm just kind of a lot of times an accessory <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> 
Partner. They hit you with the, hey, can you hold the uh, camera? <laughs> Before we went on air today, I got asked to take a selfie by a nice man named Craig. Hey, All right. Was it I tell you what, it was not Wolfley because oh. that would be cheating. Um, Craig with a uh, with a fantastic mustache, might I add. I mean, he looked like he walked right out of a 1950s boxing adver- mm. advertisement with this mustache he had on. Uh, saw me and said, you know, hey, you're Wesley, right? Can I get a selfie? That's now four straight days out here. I mean, not to because not to brag, all right. A rock star, my friend. Four straight days out here that I've been asked for a a picture with someone. I mean, I tell you what, eventually my head's gonna be so big you won't be able to sit behind me out here on the grassy knoll. You're a rock star. I expect nothing less. I mean, when I walk over here now, they're like, "Hey, is that the guy that works with Wesley Euler?" I'm like, "Yep, I sure am. My name's Arthur." But I work with Wesley, yes. <laughs> yes that's, that's, that's how they that's know me how, now, man. That's how it goes. You know, and I embrace it. I, I lean into it, and I enjoy the fact that you are officially a rock star now, man. I'm you, getting there. You, I don't know if I'm officially a rock star, you, but I'm on the close. tour. You're, I'm on the tour. You're on the tour. You're, you're the like tour. a roadie right now. You're I'm, a roadie. I'm, how about the warm-up act? Okay, yeah, intro. Yeah, yeah, that there works. We go. That there works. We go. I'm that like works. the hype man that comes yeah. out and, hey! Hey, 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 you ready to die? All right, Pittsburgh, make some noise. Who wants a free T-shirt? We got the SNR boys. They'll be out momentarily. All right. Like, that, that's you right now. I always did think that my missed calling in life was to be a hype man. Like, if I would have, if I, you know, like, I should have been a friend of a rapper or something. Yeah. Like, I would have been a really good hype man. Oh, yeah. I, I was specialized as Puff Daddy. Like, yeah, that's that, what I mean. That, like I, I, I'm dancing in the video. Oh, I'm, I'm dancing in the video. In the video I'm guy. grabbing the microphone. I'm getting everybody yeah. jacked up yep. before, you know, before the main act comes out on stage. I, Yeah. I should have, you know, I, sh- I should have been born next door neighbors to Wiz Khalifa or something. That sounds about right. be the best hype man in the business. That sounds about right. But speaking of, you know, being about right, speaking of being impressive in certain elements, there was a certain individual that Coach Tomlin was highlighting yesterday. Ooh, talk about it. A Mr. 3-0. 3-0. Now, initially when I heard 3 I started, whoa, whoa, James Conner, where you at, baby? You back in town, baby? Come on, there's only one 3-0 that I know. But, no, he was referring to the young rookie running back out of Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. Jalen Warren. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, I said, man, this got to be an awesome experience for this young dude right here. You're coming into a scenario where the running back two job is up for air. It's up for grabs. Excuse me for that. And then you're thinking that you're, you don't know how many reps you're going to be getting. You don't know what your role is going to be in training camp. And Najee Harris has a surprise, you know, foot thing where we want to take it easy and be a little bit more cautious with him. But it opened up a door. Mm-hmm. And his response Feel like it was eye opening, man. It was. It definitely was. But I want to give. I want to hear from you first, man. In terms of like your thoughts on Jalen and just what he was able to do yesterday to ultimately be getting that type of recognition, man. Yeah, one thing that really stands out to me about him, you know, we saw the first few days the athleticism pop, and, and he's got the speed and the quickness. He's got that twitch that you want, right, from from a ball carrier of his size because he's not the biggest dude. Yeah, very true. Um, but you know what? We, the, there's been the complimentary side of that as well, too, where a lot of times, like the Calvin Austin thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we discussed first day of practice out here a week ago today, about a week ago, a week hey, ago. Hey. You know, Calvin Austin broke off that, took a screen route 70-some yards to the house mm-hmm. and, 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 was, and was fantastic. Um, you know, and the athleticism is popping there and everything. And, okay, that looks great, but let's see it when the physicality element is, yeah. is added as well, too. Um for for Jalen, a, a lot of that has there's been the complementary of, of both skill sets there. Where in the athletic 
moments in the first four non-padded practices. He was able to stand out and make mm-hmm. some plays. And then when the pads went on and the physicality was introduced, still able to hold his own, still able to look like he belongs, you know, not looking like he's too small for the position or any of those things that were the, you know, the concerns that led to him being undrafted right. out, of, out of Oklahoma State. Um I, I definitely think, you know, if we were making a list of people that in the past week that their stock has gone up, right? If we were doing mad money right now, Uh-oh. when it comes to Jalen, bye, 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 bye. Hey, I love to hear that right there, man, because he is one of those guys, man. Um, Him and Mateo Durant, where a lot of people were excited about them, wanted to see yeah. what they yeah. could do, how they could change the dynamic or just the overall layout of the uh, running back room in the depth chart. And it was good to see that a guy like Jalen Warren could – start to turn heads, man, to start to get that type of recognition. The one thing that um, Coach Tomlin talked about that I really enjoyed when he was speaking on Jalen Warren in particular was how he's embracing competition. Because we know how, as I was talking about in that previous segment, where not everybody thrives in these moments. Correct. Some guys, they try to survive. And it's a difference when you're watching it. And what is that difference, man? The guys that are actively trying to get better, the guys that are actively trying to get more reps, they do not Mm -hmm. care necessarily about this drill being geared towards them. They don't care about a matchup because you get the other guys that are in line, they're counting. We call them them counters. They'll be in there, and they're like, all right, if I'm at number three in the line, this guy's going at number three. Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, what's you going in front of me, bro? You get in front of me. I'm going to tie my shoe real quick. Like, we see those type of guys out here. Yeah, and that's yeah. also, man, you don't want that. But to see that Jalen has been embracing this and ultimately rising to that occasion, and even, like you said, it's not been perfect. He hasn't been winning every single rep. But to see that he still is not afraid to go back out there, I love that part with him, man. Yeah, I do too. And he was a guy, you know, like he has had um, – I think a nice body of work up until this point. Mm-hmm. You know, he, again, I think some people think, all right, he's a smaller guy. He's a twitchier guy. You know this as well as I do. Like, there's, I think, a lot of times a a stigma with some Big 12 offensive players, <laughs> right? That they just, oh, they play in that wide open spread yep. style, but when things get close quarters. And they can't do it. They, they, they can't physical. do it, right? Yep. Jalen Warren is a fantastic pass pro running back. Yeah. Like, he is great in he's pass compact, protection. He's bro. He's really compact. He's, he's short. He's not little, though. Particularly when you consider yeah. his size. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it, it's one thing for, for someone like Najee Harris to, right. be, to be good in pass protection. For Jalen Warren's size, uh, man, he just he checks all the boxes. Yeah. When, you, when you're looking for depth running backs, mm-hmm. You want guys with that well-rounded skill set. We know he can he can run the ball, right? I mean, obviously that is the the most the most important we, part we of being a that. running back. We definitely need that. You got to be able to tote the rock, but he's a threat out of the backfield. He could protect our quarterback if we need him to. That well-rounded skill set is what you're looking for with your depth options. And man, Jalen Warren has all that. He really does. And like I said, he's shown it in the athletic portions of practice. He's shown it in the physicality portions of practice. He is. He has been a. I think again, one of those guys whose stock has been rising pretty rapidly out here on campus. No, it definitely has been, and I'm glad. Like I said, for him in particular, man, that he's getting this opportunity. So I'm hoping that he continues to make the most of it, man. But um, we're gonna continue breaking down this practice because you know I got to talk about the rotation that's going on at inside linebacker. Oh, yeah. So when we get back, we will be discussing that. But it's Arthmos, Wesley Euler right here on SNR. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. Yes, it is Arthmos and Wesley Euler on SNR right out here in person on the beautiful campus of St. Vincent College at beautiful Latrobe. Latrobe. Latrobe, you know that. 
I, you know what? And it's getting closer and closer. It, it, I don't think it's coincidence that the two nicest days that we've had out here have both been the days that you've been out here. Listen. I'm just saying. Do, do you really think I wasn't you strategically bring the, You bring the sunshine. Night? I bring the sunshine, but I also bring a little shade. And I'm glad we're getting that right now. Thank you, weather gods. Thank you. Yeah, every time we get one of those nice, uh, you know. Yeah. This isn't central Pennsylvania. It's it's a weird part, right? Because it's not really western Pennsylvania. It's like southern western. It's not central. Yeah. It's like southwest Pennsylvania. Does that work? Yeah. But anytime you get one of those nice Laurel Valley breezes, you know, yes. we've talked before about how it's really cool. You could see all the, the mountains in the Laurel Valley to our right. Anytime that nice breeze comes in, it's cool. It's a blessing on a day like today. You better believe it. Absolutely. And I totally forgot, man. Um, we do like to be interactive. Power Grid, Megawatts. We always like to uh, have you hit us up and contact us on the social medias, mm-hmm. you know, uh, at Wesley Euler because he is currently on the Twitter.com. And I think we do have a couple that uh, they've been coming in and stuff like that. Man, we will get to those once my man Wes thinks that you know yeah. if I want to well, make a little what? sense, man. This, but if you got one, there is time? there is one here that re- relates to the conversation we were just having uh, okay. in terms of uh, the inside linebackers, the middle linebackers. Uh, Britsburg Owen. Hey, what up, Britsburg? From across the pond. There's only one Britsburg. across the pond. Britsburg Owen. Owen. One Britsburg Owen. Owen. He wants to know, all right, you know, you guys have been talking about the inside linebackers. You got down who starts, you know, we think, or at least we've narrowed it down to three. Mm-hmm. Who makes who all makes the roster oh, out of that group? Oh, now you're talking so, to me. Miles Jack, Devin Bush, Robert Spillane. Okay. You got three. Buddy Johnson. Okay. Mark Robinson. I'm listening. Because you haven't included Mark Salen, who's the personal I know, protector. He's, I know. He's the starting personal protector. On the punt team. Which means he's making the team. Exactly. Which means he's making the team. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe Mark Robinson on practice squad? Stash him? Stash him on the practice squad? But I think that's yeah. that's about it. Because you're right. I, Marcus Allen does have to be on that list. He kind of feels like Gunnar Olszewski in the wide receiver yeah. competition where like he's he's got a role. I'm like, I know the top four. Devin Bush, Miles Jack, yes. Robert Spillane, yes. Marcus Allen. Those four, yeah. Yeah. Because Marcus Allen's a core four. He's one he of those is. ten tackle on special teams guy. No, you're when right. You're the personal you're right. protector on punt. That means Coach Tomlin has an amazing level of trust in you because that is the quickest way to lose a game. A punt getting blocked, the chance of you losing, I think, is what eighty percent. That's simple. Steelers, Steelers, simple. Steelers won a game or two blocking yeah, punts last year. Absolutely, you do not get punts blocked. No. All right. So when you have a personal protector that you trust, you think about Jordan Danger for how long did he play here as the personal protector? Think about Robert Golden. How long did he play as a personal long protector? Long time. This is one of those spots, man, where you mm-hmm. don't mess around. All right. It's like the long snapper yeah, position no, as well. Yeah, one hundred percent is definitely like that, man. Yeah. But yeah, after those four. That's when it These starts. These last to, four of UG three. I think Buddy. Buddy Johnson, I think Buddy Johnson has, has to has to be here. <sighs> Man. After one, I think that's the that's that's the. He's looked good in practice. Mm-hmm. It's you know heading into his second year when you like to see that growth. You've yeah. seen it out here in Latrobe. Five? Can you keep five? I mean, you could. You got to stash one on the practice squad. If you go five, one of these dudes have, or two of these guys have to be like special teams demons, like yes, legit yes. helmet contributors. Yeah, because yeah. that's in the past. Uh, I'm trying to think. We had a year where we dressed nine or ten wow. linebackers total. Wow. But the thing was, you had like three of them were big time special teams. You contributors. had Vince Williams, Terrence Garvin, yep. and Sean Spence, who were all like key special teams mm-hmm. contributors. I was a uh, I was on two of those special teams. Jarvis was on uh, two special teams. Um, who else is in there that was with that? Um, 
Anthony Chicklow, he was on all four. So it's like all of these guys are up here. Then you obviously have like your regular starters, right? Your Bud Dupree type, your uh, James Harrison, who they're not going to be on special teams. You know, an inside linebacker, Ryan Shazier, who by that time we weren't having on special teams. But it was like, yo, we already had it set up where if you're not a star, you're going to be up there. But that's how we made sure we were going to get helmets. You're going to have to cut your teeth somewhere else. Right, but that's how you made sure you were going to get a helmet on game day. So if anything were to happen, if a guy gets hurt, now they're coming to you. Now you get that door being open. And part of the reason why my tenure here worked out the way that it did, mm-hmm. just being available. The best ability. Yeah. So when I think availability. of a Buddy Johnson, a Ulysses Gilbert III, Mark Robinson, and Tazar Skipper, I think of that. I think of, man, how are they going to be able to carve their teeth? How are they going to have to do it on special teams? And for them – Preseason is a perfect place to do that, yes, especially here in Pittsburgh. Danny Smith is going to make sure that he does not yes, kick that is. ball out the end zone. He tells Boswell every preseason, man, keep it in play. I want to see him cover. You know, he wants to see certain elements of this thing, man. So for those guys, that's where they're going to have to make their hay. And that's, that's a good question of, right there, that was Pittsburgh. A good question I like right that, there. man. That's, that's how you started off. I, I like it. Yeah, I like it whenever the, you know, listen, sometimes we take some out of left field yeah. questions, but it's also nice to get the ones that are they're in know, right field, in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> in right what? You said it was out of left field. I said I figured it was right field. You know so, what? It is funny. Yeah. Everyone always says that, don't they? Yeah. Oh, that really came out of left field. All right. Well, well, what, what's comes, coming out of right what field? What comes out of right field? Or is this out of center field? You know? What, but about, what, what about the bullpen? What I do see coming out of center field right now uh, are now football you're players. We've yes. got our first. Okay, hold on. i got to put the, all right, all right, now. Put the glasses on. I, if he had a jersey on, I'm going to take who's, a guess. I'm going to just say it is field today? It's a DB. It does look like a defensive back. It's either a DB or wide receiver. I'm saying DB because he looks a little more rocked up, you know? Jersey, jersey and pads are in the hands, so yeah, I can't just, see it's, the it's number. It's a black tank top. I really can't describe what it is. Other mm. than that, no logos on it. Athletic build. Uh, <sighs> it's Demonte Casey. Might be. I think it's Casey. It might be, honestly. It's either Casey or Carl Joseph. I don't think it's Carl Joseph. Ah, you know what? It might be Carl Joseph. Because I'm looking at how he wears his shoes. Oh, you know what? He's kind of walking like Carl That's Joseph, Carl. too. Oh, he's kind of walking like Carl it's Joseph Carl, now that he gets closer. T- tell me I ain't point out the West Virginia dude next to a West Virginia dude. Tell me I ain't do it. That's Carl Joseph. That's Carl Joseph, man. Y'all better put some uh, respect on my put some respect on me, man. Y'all trying to st- put some respect on my name, man. Y'all saw I peeped them low key, about a hundred yards away. Low key mountaineer near Let's fan Mozi, baby. Let's go. That Almost is Carl heaven. Joseph. Almost hey, heaven. You know that blue collar West Virginia Come work on, ethic, baby. You gotta be the first Come one out there. Come on, baby. You gotta be the first one out there. Let's go. No, that's the excitement that we're all experiencing right now, even amongst the fans. They're all looking like, who is it? Which one was it? Which one was that? Put your jersey yeah. on. Put your jersey on so we yeah. can see it. we got a couple other guys coming down to practice as well, too. Yeah, we're getting close. Absolutely, we're man. We're getting close. The temperature, the temperature is rising. The stands are getting more filled here. I think that's Lyndon Stevens making his way down to Across the field, man, the, taking yep. a nice little uh, – you know, yep. prayer before he touches that practice field. Man, everybody has their little rituals, their little things did they you, like to do before you get out did there. Did you have any practice field rituals? Um, Yeah. Yeah, actually, um, I would actually start to get dressed when I was out here. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second now. Not, 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 not my, my privacy garments. <laughs> okay. But, I was going to say, like, I mean, you're getting a big show out yeah. here. <laughs> but in terms of, like, my uh, like gloves, shoes, uh, socks, like, I would be real loose in terms of how I would wear them walking down because I knew, first off, the heel – it is not flat like the football field. So me having my shoes taped up and tied up the way that I want to play in them versus walking up and down an incline, night and day. It's different. And I also knew that I'm a guy that wants to stop on the hill, so I'm going to be spending a little bit more time up there. I need to be comfortable, so I would always stay loose. But when I would get down there, I would always make sure that I had two Pedialytes because I was a guy that dealt with severe dehydration. I would cramp up a lot. Sure. So I would find my favorite trainer, whoever it was that year. I would always try to find an intern too. switch it up, right? 
whoever okay. was going to be intern for us during that training camp, just for that training camp, they would be my Pedialyte guys. So I would go find like them. Like an intern trainer, yeah, you mean? Yeah, one of the intern trainers. Okay. Yeah, okay. so with the Steels, they'll have different interns at different positions. At uh, trainer, um, some of the coaches, they'll have different interns. Sure. They'll come, and they're sure. specifically just for camp. Okay. That's it. Extra help for camp. Correct. You got extra bodies, you need yeah. extra help. So it'll be that process and things like that. And then from there, you know, I would make sure I find one of them, make sure they have a PDL light, make sure we got that eye contact. Mm-hmm. You know me, I know you. Mm-hmm. I know you're stashing that. Then from there, I started getting dressed because I knew that uh, in about five minutes, because I was a five minute guy, I was not, okay. a, I'm getting out here 30 minutes early. Especially, I, I'm timing it up. Especially on a day like that. I'm timing it up. I'm timing it up. All right. So by the time I would get down here, maybe about five minutes, locked and loaded, then we go. So let me ask you this, though. Mm-hmm. Do you think sometimes that, like, five minutes coming out right before, could that make it a little a little more difficult on you in, in ways? Like, you weren't concerned about getting the body acclimated before getting going, no? No, so for me, man, I was one of those guys. Because I know some guys, like, they want to be out here in the heat for 20 minutes before they start a, doing some, anything. Some guys want a full lather, a full sweat yes. going on. Yes. Um, I've seen guys, even on game day, they want to go out and do a full hour workout prior to the game. I was never one of those guys. Um, for me, my physical conditioning, I always had elite-level conditioning. I knew that because I would push my body to the brink every chance I could while training. But I also knew that I suffered from severe, uh, severe dehydration. So if I'm coming out here an hour before the game, I'm a two-IV guy in a regular game, as in an IV to start the game and an IV at halftime. Okay. And that's with me not doing anything extra. So if I were to come out an hour beforehand, there was no way that I would be able to physically I got survive you. I got all you. that. To make you it know, through that time Without having period. to go get yeah. three IVs in a day, you sure, know? Sure, sure. And that was that's the situation. Lot of, that's a lot of needles. Yeah, I mean, you, you, trust me, I got to the point where if people didn't know I played football, they're looking at my, my veins like, bro, uh, you got a little story you want to tell us, man? Well, you need, you need you to know? talk to somebody? Yeah. <laughs> I, I got this group that meets on Tuesdays. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I was starting to look like. And I'm like, bro, trust me, it's not what it thinks. It's not what it, it's not what it thinks. Right? <laughs> but for me, that was ultimately why I didn't want to be out here in the heat too much no, before practice. Also, why I didn't like playing in domes because the circulation of the air would also have an impact on me and stuff like that. So, I would. I already knew what that would entail. I knew that, okay, if I'm not going to have an extended warm-up period, I'm going to need to make sure that by the time I do get out here, I already know what my warm-up is going to be, exactly what it's going to take, and I would go through certain things. So even though we were doing our team stretch, I would still be doing little things that I know how my body would respond to it. And Coach Tomlin, luckily here, man, he gives us that freedom. Sure, sure. By the time I got here, I was in year five. for you. Yeah, I was in year five, so I already had my NFL respect. It's certain, like, it's certain you had levels. your process yeah. down. Right, so it science. doesn't matter, like, where yeah. you're at. When you're past year four, year five, coaches will respect that, and they will say, you know what, this guy, he's a professional. Give you, you a little more leeway. Right, you don't last this yeah. long without having that. So yeah. I would have my own warm-up that I would do. It would still be in the stretch line, but I would do my own thing to kind of get my body fired up the way that it needs to. And then from there, I would go. But it is something that you have to be careful with because if you're not, then yeah, you could easily had a lot more soft tissue injuries. Sure, uh, yeah, if you're soft not tissue ready to injuries, go. Yeah, yeah, pulling muscles and stuff like that, or even mentally starting slow because you're not as locked in when you first come out here. So I knew once I'm walking down that hill, my mental checkpoint was when I got to the young kids, the high five them, the football players. Yeah, as soon as I'm going the through youth that tunnel, football kids. Yeah, yep. To me, I looked at that tunnel like it was at Hinesville, and I'm getting introduced. And I said, when I come out that tunnel at Hinesville, it's go time. So when I'm coming out that pseudo tunnel here with these youth kids, I say, okay, this, now it's go time. That's what you so flip that was kind of how I would flip that switch and ultimately be able to lock in, even though I wasn't out here 
like how we're seeing these guys 20, 30 minutes ahead and stuff like that. Sure, sure. We do have the uh, youth football team today heading uh, across the field right now. The little mighty mites out Trying here. Trying to see. It like looks like a yellow and black color. My first thought was North Allegheny, but they were out here last week, so I don't think it would be them uh, two days in a row. We'll see who the youth football lads are that will make said tunnel that Arthur Motes was referencing. Um, okay, can I, can I give you a quick story here? Talk to me. Let's go. One time in my life that I was concerned about body heat acclimation, okay? Because, you know, as a hockey player, you didn't really have to worry about Yeah, you're about always on ice. You, you, actually, you do need to worry about body heat. You got to keep, keep yourself warm. Exactly. You got to put the long sleeve under armor yeah. on. Uh, make sure you're not getting frostbite out mm -hmm. there. Um, my wedding day, okay? Ooh, hey now. I got married outside on July 30th. That is a bold move. Yes, oh. six, six, years, six years ago, outside actually. Outside July 30th? July oh 30th. Oh, my gosh. Outside was our wedding. Good and luck. It was raining on and off throughout the day, so oh, it was humid wow. as well, too. Yeah. And I, again, you know yourself, right? So I know when I when I first go out into the heat, I sweat for about 15 minutes, mm -hmm. and then I'm good. Okay. You know what I mean? Not that I'll be completely fine. Like, when, when we go down here to watch practice later, yeah. I'm going to sweat pretty hard for the 15, first 15, 20 minutes, and then after that, I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. So what I did on my wedding day, <gasps> all right? Oh, about a 4 o'clock wedding, right? So hey, about, hey, 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 this ain't X-rated, is it? No, this is not that well. <laughs> not this yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You going about your wife? You hey, hey man, on a wedding day? I'm not. I had a wedding day as well. Now I know how wedding days go, man. You got to chill out now. It's family friendly. Jeez. <laughs> Weddings at four o'clock, three o'clock. All right, I go out on like the little balcony deck area, you know, where all the groomsmen were, were hanging out and everything. Mm -hmm. And I sat out there for about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Got a little, nothing crazy, you know, but got a, got a little sweat going on. Got through it that 15, 20 minutes. Went back inside, you know, had all my boys give. Right, right. They, then we did the hair, you know, and then made sure I was right and everything and mm -hmm, good, mm -hmm. good cologne and wasn't stinking or anything like you that. You got to get the good stuff, you know. And then we went out for the ceremony, and I wasn't a sweaty mess for the pictures. <laughs> it worked out brilliantly. But that's the only time in my life I've had to worry about a body heat acclimation was just making sure I didn't look like a sweating pig next to my beautiful wife in our hey, wedding photo. I could definitely respect that then, man. <laughs> and I'm glad that everything turned out. And y'all did just celebrate, what, six? Six years, right? Yeah, just six years. Six year anniversary, man. So ago, congrats yeah. on that, man. Keep the love flowing, man. I'm always a Thank lover you. of Thank love. You. You, know, you. you know, you know, you know. You know we had to go to the happy place. Had to go to Fatheads for Come the on, anniversary. Man. If, you not, were, if you don't turn you up were, at Fatheads, what are you doing? Proud of that one. Had to get Absolutely. some beers. Had to get some wings at Fatheads. Come on, man. For the, for the culture. Everybody else for the anniversary, you know, they go to Morton's or they go nah. to Eddie V's. Nah, you know? we won't need all that, man. Sometimes you got to get back to to you to the fundamentals. Okay. And the fundamentals for the Eulers. Get back to the fundamentals. Fatheads on East Carson Street, baby. You better believe it. But um, one thing that is fundamental about this show is we go to break because we don't get fined. And you never know. I mean, a Steeler alum could, yeah, we could potentially have, we could have join Rocky us in our in final segment. So we're going to make yeah, sure that we'll we see. you know, open that door for him. We'll, in the words of Coach Tomlin, leave a light we'll, on we'll for him. We'll leave a light on for him. There so go. what we'll do is we're going to go to break right now. But when we come back, man, we will be going back to the Twitter.com. So if you have anything that you want discussed, man, you had anything that you had, you know, you had in your chest. Anything Make sure you get it off, man. Weighing on your mind. It's that simple. And you already know who it is. Arthur Most, Wes Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Black and gold football lives here 24-7. You're listening to SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. You heard that right, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, back out here at the beautiful St. Vincent College, located in Latro, Pennsylvania, the home of the 2022 Pittsburgh Steelers training camp. And we are joined by the legend, <laughs> the one and only, 
You know that laugh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Rocky Blyer. Hey, Arthur, how are you doing? Come Thank on, you. Hey, long, in my long. own mind. A legend <laughs> in my own mind. No, That's no, it. no. Yes. I've had the privilege of being around you earlier today. Yeah. I've seen you in your zone. You're legendary, man. We know how to crowd. Do you know looks. how much that cost me? Do <laughs> you know how much money I spent to get those people to come here? Holy shit. <laughs> But they showed up. You know, they, did. they were smiling. Great. They didn't tell me anything. They were like, hey, we wanted to be here. We're paying extra for Rocky. I said, <laughs> that's all right. right. That's right. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to donate Because I too, gave man. it to them to pay extra. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> but, man, you're yeah. back out here. St. Vincent College, man, how you feeling, man? Are the memories coming back? Like, what's going through your mind well, right no, now? It's just, you know, things change, as you well know. I yeah. mean, over the period of time so, since I've been here, you know, I mean, the fields look great. we got more fields than we've ever had, or <laughs> than I ever had before. Football That's fields. right. And, uh, okay. And so, and so that, and then yeah. they got our official turn. Yeah. You know, we've talked about just the changes that take place, but. That's the game today. You yeah. know, they have to be able to prepare the team and give them, uh, give them the equipment to be able to do that. And so, uh, yeah, so it's always nice to be back and see uh, <laughs> to see the fans, you know, to see the fans. Absolutely. And they're excited. Oh, that's <laughs> excited. excited to see you, Rocky. That's right. You know, the amazing thing was that St. Vincent's mm-hmm. over there they did not exist. Oh, the, the, the so they'd be sitting, grass the grass arrangement. So yeah. they'd be sitting they'd on the hillside over there, yeah. all the fans. That's and that is well manicured, might I add. Whoever's the groundskeeper over there, they're doing <laughs> a top-notch right. job keeping that clean like that. Very they much are. so, yes. They are. But it is, uh, it's nice to be back to uh, to see. Um, it would be, this is my first time here back in wow. camp. I'll watch, uh, you know, practice this afternoon just to get a, an idea of what they're going through and, uh, you know, and see what uh, – that, 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 try to come up and answer with a yeah, yeah. per- proverbial question that everybody asks. Oh, you were at training camp. How's the oh, who's going to be the starting quarterback? Oh, who's the quarterback? You know, what do you think? Who's going to start with the quarterback? You already know that's the question that everybody hey, wants, wants to know. know man. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, before we get to the quarterbacks and all that, I got to ask you. Like what keeps you coming back here? You know, I know every summer you, you like to come out here, at least, you know, before the, the pandemic and everything when we were still out here regularly. Right. I, you know, Rocky, I, I talked to one of your old teammates, Jack Ham, a couple years ago. And I said to him, I said, why, why are you never, I never, I've never seen you out in Latrobe. You want to do a radio segment with us sometime? You know, he knows me, he knows me, right. he knows yeah. Moats. Yeah. You want to do a segment with us sometime out in Latrobe? He put his arm around me and he went, I spent years of my life at that place. I'm never going back again. <laughs> I'm never so, returning. So, so Jack Ham has no desire to ever come out I'm here right again. You're here every year. What, what keeps well, bringing I, you back? You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. You're going like, hey, would you be on the radio show? Oh, okay, sure, fine. Yeah. I, yeah, so nothing else to do. But he, <laughs> no, and that, I mean, that's, that's part of it. But also, I mean, also part of it is just, you know, yeah, I don't need to be here every day. <laughs> I don't need to be here for the three weeks or, you know, right. to be able to see it. Just to get a taste and, to, you know, get back here and uh, and touch base again with uh, with uh, St. Vincent's and, and training camp and how it's changed and be able to complain and, you know, tell them how, you know, how much tougher what, it was what, back what, in your day. And what sissies these guys are. Well, well, <laughs> as soon as Rocky sat down over here, he says, Moats, uh, why are, where are their pads at? And I was like, oh, you're right. They don't have shoulder pads on today. <laughs> that is, that's definitely a difference right now, man. So, yes, dating back then from now, right, yeah, they do get it. these – Surprise days with no pads. We were not expecting this at all, man. Coach Tomlin throwing these guys a little bit of a nugget today. Right. But, um, Rocky, I did want to ask you, man, when we ever were out here, we always hear about the memories. We always hear about some of those moments, man, whether it be competing with a certain guy or one of your potential roommates, you know, something that might have happened. 
What's one of those favorite memories that you have that you can share on air? Might I? Well, no, no, this is right. family friendly. Ah. We don't want anybody getting in trouble. All right. No, that's right. <laughs> you know, I so one of the memories is in the, not that we, we you, you wanted to go through it, but you had to go through it, and which was a. Um, uh, which was the one-on-one drill. Now, the one-on-one drill, mm-hmm. so you get an offensive lineman yeah. and a defensive lineman mm-hmm. and a running back. Okay. And, <laughs> and you got two dummies and, oh, you know, like four. Like an Oklahoma drill yeah. Like four parts. And so the, yeah. you can't run outside yeah. this. you got to, you know. You're you going to have to be a man today. Yes. Oh, my goodness yeah. gracious. You know, and so hopefully that offensive lineman <laughs> would be <laughs> your friend for that day because otherwise, <clears throat> bam, you'd get hit, you'd get hit, you'd get hit. And so it, it, that was one of those drills that you just didn't yeah. want to go through, but you had to, you know. So. No question. Mm-hmm. Rocky, rightfully so, you point out, you know, it's funny. We had Randy Grossman's come on with us this week, um, a couple a couple right. of the, the players from your area, and they all, you know, talk about how much it's changed here. One of the things that, that has stayed the same, though, is everyone stay, you know, staying here on campus, right. in the dorms together. Now those <clears> dorms <throat> have air conditioning now, unlike they did <laughs> for you right. guys, right? No, that's but, right. But you hear so much about that that time, that camaraderie that, that is spent in the evenings after practice. You're not going home to your families, your kids, all these different things. Is is that still a, a, a real thing to you that, that matters at all these years later? All these years, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's still because you get to know your teammates on a different a different platform than just if you practice all the time. So you're sitting there, you're talking, and, you know, and, and I remember, I remember, you know, being in training camp in Bradshaw uh, going through his first divorce, mm. you know. And, and so it, and it was a very emotional thing. Sure. And he was in training camp here. Uh, and it was just being able to sit and listen to what he had to say and so on. So, and then I went through it on a second divorce. <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of the same thing, you know. We're, we're not <laughs> laughing. We're all with you. We're with you. <laughs> but but anyway, but it's like you know that kind of. You get to know the sharing. person. Yeah, very right. That's right. You get to know the person, and you yeah. get to know the family or the situations, right. and and uh, you get to share it with, um, you know, with your teammates in, in that regard, whether you want to or not. <laughs> Isn't that the yeah, truth? Sure, yeah. Well, and that is the beauty of going away for a training camp. Like, you know, we do here in Pittsburgh. Not every team does this, but it forces you to bond. It forces you to have to talk about that with the teammate. You can't go back to your, your friend, and you can't go back to your wife or your significant other or your children. It's like – no, I'm going back to the door to be with my teammate. That's I'm right. going to the cafeteria. I'm riding on this cart with my teammate. We're walking with my teammate. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of like what you deal with, man. So, the, it, and the interesting thing, too, just from the side, so after practice, you know, is after practice, it would be um, a couple of things. We had two-a-day practices. Mm-hmm. So the afternoon practice, you get finished like 3.30 or 4 o'clock. Yeah. Okay, and so um, dinner was at 6, mm. okay, over in the dining hall. Well, you got two hours. You got two hours in between. So it was like a mad dash to the car and then off to the 19th hole or whatever <laughs> drinking hole that, that guys were, that would go to. So, my, so early in, uh, in, in when I was here, my rookie year, and then thereafter, it was at the 19th hole was off limits to any rookie. Ooh, so it was okay. a veteran. You got to earn that right. Well, you yeah. had, you had to earn uh-huh. it right. But they would invite a rookie <laughs> and introduce him uh-huh. to the rest of the team. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they would 
Yes. They would, they're picking up that bill, it sounds like. They were, yeah. yeah, and then yeah. you had to drink a beer. Or yeah. or I was going to say, maybe yeah. some initiation yeah. in there. Some you have to get up and sing yeah. a song yeah. maybe yeah. in front of no. everybody. Well, that, that came later. You, yeah. you, had to, you had to do that. But, but then you had to sing your fight song, yep. if you remember, yep. at the yep. time. Yep. And yep. so you'd go through that hazing as a, as a rookie, and it, which is it's all a right part passage, of it. Though, yeah, that's right. It's a right passage. Very much so. And so there's some, you know, just some great stories about that, you know, and people coming back and then. Uh, it's a later meeting, and you know, and have dinner, and so there was, <laughs> and then going back out again, you, you know, and, and eleven o'clock, <laughs> and, it, and it was like uh, it was like uh, the uh, Indianapolis five hundred <laughs> at five minutes to eleven uh, <laughs> on nineteen down that. here. Yep. It was like <laughs> everybody's trying to come back for <laughs> the curfew. That's how it's supposed to be. I love that right there. <laughs> uh, right. That is great. No, I did want to ask you, man, when you're talking about showing up to training camp. We always hear the guys talking about their mentality, right? What was something that they would focus in, something that they were, you know, hey, man, I, Larry Brown, for example, he talked about his condition. He's like, man, anytime we're getting ready for a training camp, I really focused on that because I thought it could be an advantage. What was that for you, you know, when you were preparing for training camp? What was the one thing that you would say, hey, I'm going to have this done or I'm going to make sure this is my mentality as I show up? Well, part of it, I mean, for me, part of it as well. And like for Larry, too, um, and because he he was in a position change, yeah. you know. So Larry went from mm-hmm. tight end from tackle. Kansas to yeah. offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, so that not that he wasn't a great athlete, but he just had to yeah. be stronger, be different than being a tight end mm-hmm. and a, in a blocking tight end. And so it was the same thing that, you know, I felt. So you go, okay, fine. What are your weaknesses? What what do you need to do? Right. What, what you know? Um, and so for me, it was lifting training in the off season, you know, coming into the camp. Uh, so we had, <clears throat> we had uh, to run uh, 350s mm, okay. I, I, from a conditioning point of view. So yeah. you had to run five 350s you know in a period of time and then and 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 also um one of the interesting things just from an evolution point of view the 40 yard dash as we know everybody we ask uh, okay i mean the first thing is what's his 40 you know what's his 40 40? and 40 didn't exist It didn't exist. I mean, it was there. What's well, my it, 40? No one cared about a 40 <laughs> back then. Like, yeah. We are trying to survive. We are trying to be alive out here. <laughs> so I, I got to tell you this. It was, I, I can remember when I was at the university and um, I was getting, uh, and, here, <laughs> and here was the scouting reports. In college, I would get a form letter, uh-huh. a form letter in, 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 uh, from teams. Okay. So it would be this. Name. So I had to put my name in. Right, right. School put my school uh position okay um height 511 <laughs> 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 they didn't know you know we're gonna round up <laughs> on all right. that we rounding up don't worry well, about it don't worry about yeah. it wait you know and at that, that time i put 195 pounds okay. <laughs> 210 40 40 nobody ran the 40 i mean i'm telling you in all honesty <laughs> nobody ran the 40 but they won a 40 time yeah so I go, okay, fine, I'm a college graduate. You know, I can figure this out. Yeah. Um, so my best time in high school in the 100-yard dash all right, all right. Uh, was 10 seconds. Okay. Hi. All, all right. So let's extrapolate. <laughs> so no, 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 no. 50 yards, 50 yards. Five, five seconds. seconds. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So 40 <laughs> yards, let's cut. But we have a start, you know, so 4-3. Uh, so <laughs> that's what I put down. I put four three. So four three. That was 
<laughs> so, the, you know, you go, oh, what? The, no, no. So, you know, that's you know, great. Anyway, I, so. love I, I did it with my own stopwatch. That's right. Don't worry, guys. I got this. I got this, man. Okay. Right. A lot so, of calculations, a lot of math involved, but I got the answer. So, ultimately, and just to, to finish this, this story, but ultimately, it's, you know, I mean, 40 yards are fine, yeah. but sometimes they can use that against you, mm -hmm. you know, ah, well, he lost a step, you know, he's older, yeah. he gets 40 mm -hmm. something, it's good. So, uh, Frenchie Fuqua, who was... Yeah, uh, yeah Frenchie, uh, absolutely, that's man. Right. Frenchie, uh, a running back with us, and, oh, Frenchie was, he, he, Frenchie had it best, he said, he said, and he had a little lisp, and he said, listen, listen, Rocky, he said, you don't, you only run the 40th once, once, you want to, once, and he Never run it again after that. You never run it again. So he, he, go, he goes, okay, fine. So he, he gets up. And so you got a picture of this in your mind. He's at a starting line 40 yards down, assistant mm -hmm. coaches with their stopwatches. So he's there. And he gets down, and you have to leave from a three-point start. So he gets down on the three. Oh, then he stands up, and he stretches his hamstring. <laughs> he gets down in the three-point. Oh, then he stretches the other hamstring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then he gets down again. Oh, then he stretches, and then he gets down. Boom, and he's off. So they're going, choo, choo, choo. They, they're clocking like four one, four two. You know, oh. yeah, Frenchie, get out of here. Blah, 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 blah. Let's go, Frenchie. That's, <laughs> That's untalkable. Right. That yeah. Never smarter, not harder. <laughs> That's right. Go. That's right. There we go. <laughs> was it? And I learned a lesson. I ran it once, and yeah, I only ran it once there after. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's great. That's a great story. That's right. Now I like that right there, man. So. Mr. Rocky Black, <laughs> yeah. it is always awesome, man. Have you join us on yeah. this show? Always, one of, our, always you, one of our favorite segments <laughs> yes, of the summer. Yes, indeed. So. Yes, indeed. So we appreciate you for that. There All is. the listeners out there, man, we greatly appreciate you guys as well. Wesley Euler. Another Shout good out. day. Yeah. Another good one in the books. Another great one in the books. Stack I like it, it man. And it looks like days, practice baby. is officially getting ready to start. We heard the horn blow, so you got to be excited about that. So with that being said, man, you don't want to touch this dial because coming up right here, from 2 to 5, covering practice live. Painting the picture for you. You got the drive, baby. Matt Williamson, Dale Lally, that's some hard-hitting analysis right there. You don't want to go anywhere else. So, as we already do, appreciate you. And until next time, you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and the gold. Steelers Nation Radio. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.